0: The Hard Shoulder on
1: Newstalk.
0: With Nissan subscribe and drive. No deposit, no compromise, no fuss. Find out more at Nissan.ie.
1: Welcome back to the final hour of The Hard Shoulder. Well, as always on a Tuesday, it's a pleasure to welcome Dr. Cara Augustenberg, our resident environmental scientist and uh, policy fellow at Environmental Policy Fellow at UCD. And newly award. what's this, 2020 Woman of What? what? Influence at the Irish Women's Awards. <laughs> I, I, look, these women, they, they give you the pip. Been, well, what was it this time you there, won There's up only
0: her? one person I'm trying to influence <laughs> these days, and you know who that is.
1: Right, well, that's a lost cause. But so, congratulations. <laughs> Thank uh, you. That
0: was organised by? The uh, Irish Women's Awards, which is Creative Oceanic.
1: Okay, well done, well Thank done. You. All right, now, we. Uh, should just say at the outset, we're going to look at the green credentials of the policies, not so much the personalities of each of the parties. And Cara, along with uh, other fellow eco-warriors and academics, have a group called One Future, right, which we'll come to. But I should just say, a writer that while Cara is now not a member of any political party she did once stand as a candidate for the Green Party so make of that what for, you want For my sins yeah, So you're, you're benchmarking the manifest Tell me first of all what is OneFuture.ie so, Who is it?
0: Um. Actually I'll start by saying that in 2016 I took it upon myself to read all of the manifestos and analyse them for climate by myself uh, It just goes to show what a nerd I am because I actually enjoy this stuff and, and the information went rather viral because nobody wants to read this stuff uh, So One Future campaign which is a group of civil society organizations, including the National Women's Council, the Students' Union of of Ireland, and the Stop Climate Chaos members, they came together and created seven asks that they wanted supporters to ask their candidates around uh, faster climate action, transport, warmer homes, community energy, all of those kind of things, the things we need to do to actually address climate change. And this year, they asked three of us, three academics, to benchmark all of the manifestos against those asks. So a much more robust process than me just analysing them by myself. So
1: you, Professor John Sweeney, who we know from Maynooth, yeah. and, and?
0: Dr. Sive O'Neill, who uh, lectures in law at UCD, and was also very involved in the Joint Oireachtas Committee on Climate Action. So she looks specifically at how the parties uh, implemented the 40 recommendations from the Joint Oireachtas Committee.
1: Okay, and tell me this, was this from the point of view, you read each of the manifestos and gave them marks, or did you apply it against a particular criteria yeah. of what you were looking for?
0: So we were given the seven criteria that the One Future campaign had put forward, and, and we were asked to give 10 points to each criteria and 10 points to the very specific emissions reduction ask, because uh, One Future says that every party needs to commit to reducing emissions by 8% per year
1: yes. to be it's in the line.
0: Yes, to the UN. Yes. And
1: the developed countries more so, is yes. right? so, Between now and 2030. Yes, yeah. so Oops. I even get that. Yeah. I know you okay. do. So yeah, very right.
0: good. So 10 points for that ask alone and then 10 points for each category. But well, what if they the promise sectors? it and
1: don't sort of really well, deliver? Well, I
0: mean, this is always the problem with manifestos. And it was interesting looking back at my own analysis in 2016 on on what I thought of the manifestos. And Fina Gael, in, uh, particularly, I had said that my summary was that they were saying in their manifesto, we'll plan to give you a plan on how we'll plan. And actually looking back... They gave us a plan. That's pretty Mm. much all they gave us. But they did deliver on that manifesto. And all of the parties, bar Fine Gael, uh, in the last election committed to banning fracking. And we did ban fracking. So, you know, there's something to be said for manifestos. They're not completely lip service. So,
1: So when you are going through this, is it transport? Is it retrofishing? Is it is it, you know, uh, electricity generation? Yes. Is it agricultural? What, what, just tell us what was the big ticket items so that you're looking at.
0: The the biggest one was faster climate action, which is the 8% emissions reductions, plus a legal commitment to, to net zero target for the whole economy, and then revision of the legal mandates of semi-state bodies like Quilche and Chagas to align with our, our plans for, for climate action. Then you had things like transport, so more investment in public transport, uh, warmer homes, which is a deep energy retrofit, community Community energy, which is supporting community renewable energy schemes, uh, ending peat and coal burning and making a just transition for fossil fuel workers, then looking at agricultural emissions and a new model for agriculture, and finally restoring nature. So more money given to the national parks and wildlife in particular and, and plans around biodiversity.
1: All right. So how did they rate?
0: Well, um, probably not surprising that the Green Party scored highest, and, and that was my uh, Well, it's my a conclusion. core value yeah, for them. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You um, mightn't
1: like their health policy or whatever, yeah. but you might like now, their environmental policy. they're not positive. perfect.
0: They scored 77%, which One future marked as a B. In UCD land, that's actually an A. But, but uh, but you know, they they still have room well, to... Well, they're
1: move. dumbing down in UCD. I've been on <laughs> about I this. Kind of uh, agree with like, the, if yeah. you get a C, you make it an yeah, A, sure. Yeah. We love you, yeah, you know. Yeah, we yeah. don't deal in failure around no, right. here I, in UCD. I agree. I think the snowflakes.
0: carry on. 77% (laughs) seems like a B to me. And and the Green Party do have room to improve. Um, Green climate, finance was a big thing in the 2016 manifestos. It wasn't mentioned in any manifesto this time, which was a surprise, particularly with the Green Party. And the language of the Green Party manifesto is very soft. So if you read the Labour manifesto, uh, you see a lot of language around, we will do this, and the people before profit, we will do this. Fina Gael uses the language we fully support. They fully support everything under the the sun. Uh, Fianna Fáil loves to create pathways. They're going to create pathways to everything. The Green Party one reads like an environmental textbook. It, it's a lot of, oh, farmers will do better if we do this. But it's not clear, uh, is this a priority issue for the Green Party? If they go into coalition, what are their red line issues? The language could be improved. But on the whole, they're the best performer. Uh, then surprisingly for me, people before profit, who last election, I ranked bottom of the pack. Uh, they had a five-page manifesto. You couldn't tell what they stood for. For this year, they've created their own climate manifesto, separate to the main manifesto, called Planet Before People. And every single party should read this manifesto because, okay, it might have some crazy ideas on how we pay for things, but in terms of its formatting, it gives very clear emissions reduction target in every sector, how they're going to pay for it, uh, the impact on climate. It is rock solid, and truly, it was a gem to read. So much so that I wrote, okay. wrote to them. No, to no I,
1: I, I have, to, have to, because we had earlier on the show Show, mm-hmm. uh, Breed Smith, of the People Before Profit, leader uh, on our Leaders interview series. And there was a thing... They didn't do so well of NPWS. What's that? Yes,
0: so National Parks and Wildlife currently gets a budget of eleven million a year, approximately, and we put that in comparison to Greyhound Racing gets sixteen million a year, Horse Racing Ireland gets sixty-four million a year. So if we we're going to address a biodiversity crisis, we have to seriously uh, up the amount of money we give to National
1: Parks and Wildlife. The, the other thing with people before profit—they're against carbon tax, aren't they? Uh, yes. Did you rate that? They as an are. Initiative? No, and
0: we didn't. Which, which, which i, to me I is think a is a shocker. Well, I think it's a good thing because because there's pros and cons to carbon tax. It's one of many parts of the puzzle. It's not the only solution. It's not going to fix the problem. So I actually liked that we parked the carbon tax issue. Right. Uh, and but you know, people before profit, they do have some really strange ideas about how to beating pay for them things. all over
1: the head over the carbon tax. Sinn Fein and all the parties not doing. <laughs> you're telling me it doesn't matter now? No, it doesn't. I wouldn't have bothered it's, if I'd known it doesn't matter. It does really matter. matter.
0: But from a benchmarking <laughs> point of view, it wasn't okay, one of the Labour quite
1: good. And then below 50...
0: Yeah. And this is, this is the big surprise to me. So last election, I rated social democrats relatively high. We're
1: giving the brickbats um, now. Yeah, yeah.
0: Now they've really dropped. So social democrats were quite strong on biodiversity. They have lots of ideas for biodiversity, but they're really not getting the climate issue. Uh, they don't seem to have strong policies on warmer homes and transport. Um, and, and actually they I, I, these little things really stand out to me. So one of their transport policies for improving the amount of cycling is create a new strategy for addressing the weight of children's school bags. And look, I know children's school bags are really heavy. I have a nine-year-old daughter, but that is not the obstacle to safe cycling. So to me that just shows a, a disconnect between what we really need to do versus Okay. What well the doing.
1: zeitgeist is with Sinn Fein, how are they getting along?
0: T- terribly actually. And uh you they, only gave they them have dropped yeah they have dropped surprisingly in the rankings. They have uh, uh, some good ideas uh around uh EU CAP reform creating an organic committee uh, uh, to, to address organic agriculture, uh, they they emphasize rural transport more than any other party. But they really don't have a, a thought out plan on warmer homes. Their their views on forestry are incredibly vague. Um, and and particularly when you're looking at biodiversity, uh, if I ever see anything on beehives as a way of improving biodiversity, I, I realize oh these people don't actually understand biodiversity because domesticated insects are not going to help us with the biodiversity you're crisis. On
1: bees yeah, and all the time. and I told.
0: Totally told you that the reason I'm not You're keeping bees is because domesticated bees actually compete for food with our native pollen. bees. So we have a food shortage when it comes to our bees and actually adding more bees to the system when we haven't addressed the well, They're food against shortage. the
1: carbon tax, which I haven't rated. and So yeah. so uh, you, you just thought they were too vague? Yes, I, I thought they hadn't thought out. Okay, now the two they... big parties, you have them bottom, the bottom of the classes, of the not class. even D for dunce, but an F for failure.
0: Absolutely. And, um, I, you know, Fina Gael was... Uh, very fixed on this idea of two percent. Richard Bruton would be horrified. Richard. I know, and I and I do feel Jack sorry. I feel, won't sorry be I feel sorry for Richard Bruton that he didn't get to finish some of the plans that he had laid out. But you know, they're really holding on to this idea that two percent of emissions a year is enough, and we know that the science says it's not enough. So they lost points right off the bat from that. Um, so their targets aren't ambitious enough. Um, they both Fingale and Fianna Fail are heavily relying on carbon tax as a way of funding all of their measures. And and while that might be possible if carbon tax is effective that revenue is going to go down over time just like the plastic bag tax so we can't rely on it as the only source of income for for funding all of these climate measures so I think uh, that's not going to stand uh, stand to them either so uh, but actually but they, they,
1: they say they're sticking to the Eroctus committee report. Uh, that's what they say to me no, when I interview no,
0: them. No, Labour, Party, is this not true? Labour, telling me Labour Party in their manifesto came right out and said, we will apply all the recommendations of the Oireachtas Committee. Gail and Fianna Fáil did not say that. And the Eroctus the Committee has said that the Climate Action Plan doesn't implement all 40 of their measures. So uh, it wasn't a, a key focus uh, of, of their manifesto.
1: Okay. One final thing I want to put to you mm-hmm. is that in the local elections, the Green Party did well and there was a real sense of urgency and understanding about climate change has it slipped down the radar compared to health and housing and the economy and tax and promises and giveaways. Are you a bit disappointed? Uh,
0: The general polls are still saying the climate is coming up in the top four or five issues that people are voting on, and the Green Party is polling at 8%. uh, But, yeah, in terms of the media coverage of climate, it's been pretty poor. Um, We had the climate debate yesterday, which uh, I think a lot of us... televised debate. Yeah, yeah. a lot of us were happy that there was a climate debate happening, but then when the questions were actually asked, we were quite disappointed in the framing of the issue uh, by RTE.
1: All right. Uh, My sincere thanks to Dr. Cara Gustenberg. Look, you pays your money and takes your chances, but the green filter applied to the manifestos, you have an honest assessment by the group OneFuture.ie, impartially looking at each of the parties. My thanks for today's session of Down to Earth, Down to Election. Uh, Cara, as always, thank you. Thank you, (laughs)
0: Ivan.